Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Good evening, good evening, good evening. I want to welcome each of you to E3 Ministries Real Talk, where we come together every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To God be the glory. My name is Minister Tamika Brown, and I am so glad to be back with you another Sunday as we continue our discussion on the spiritual disciplines of a Christian life. The spiritual disciplines of a Christian life. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you. We thank you and we praise your name, God, that when we call on the name of Jesus, something happens, something happens, God, and we call on you, God. We thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity, God, to come and hear and learn more about what your word tells us about prayer. God, we ask you to open our eyes and open our ears, God, to receive and to hear all that you would desire to speak to us and release to us, God. Show us those things that we need to work on. Show us those places we need to grow in. Show us those places, God, and help us, Lord, to Grow in our prayer life, God, in the name of Jesus. Let us grow where we may need to um, develop more in our prayer life. We need to pray more. We need to spend more time in prayer, God. We thank you tonight that we're open to receive and then be obedient and do as you tell us to do. Speak to every heart, speak to every mind, and speak to each one of us individually and collectively. We thank you. We praise you for your Holy Spirit that will convict us and show us and continue to lead and guide us in every area of our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. To God be all the glory. Again, this is Ethan Ministries Real Talk, and we are talking about the spiritual discipline of prayer. The spiritual discipline of prayer. I want to begin with our scripture for this series. The first one comes from... 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 27 and 28. And it says, I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 26 and 27. And it says, therefore I run in such a way as not without aim. I box in such a way as not beating the air, but I discipline my body and make it my so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified. Amen. And the second scripture is 1 Timothy chapter 4, 7 and 8. 1 Timothy chapter 4, 7 and 8. But have nothing to do with worldly fables, fit only for old women. On the other hand, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. For bodily discipline is only of little profit, but godliness is profitable for all things because it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. And that was 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 and 8, and 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 26 and 27. And those are our scriptures for this series. As I stated, we've been talking about prayer, the spiritual discipline of prayer. And last week we finished up on talking about 
we did a brief, we talked about last week on the, the developing a passion for prayer. We talked about how should we pray, how then should we pray. I listed all those. I'm just going to go and list the ones we talked about. We should pray regularly. We should pray respectively. We should pray humbly. We should pray boldly. We should pray broadly. And at and we should and we should and can learn to pray at least to pray better. So those are the things we talked about last week about how then should we pray. I'm not gonna go back and discuss all those, but we're gonna continue our discussion on prayer. I wanna read a little bit of um a excerpt from Joyce Meyer's book called The Power of Simple Prayer, How to Talk with God About Everything. It's called The Power of Simple Prayer, How to Talk About How to Talk with God About Everything. And this talks about the key to prayer. The key to prayer. And I thought this was very interesting and very inspiring. So it says the the key to prayer If I had to identify the most important key to effective prayer, I would say that it is approaching God as his friend. Approaching God as his friend. When we go to God believing, believing that he sees us as his friend, new wonders are opened to us. We experience freedom and boldness, which are both necessary to effective prayer. So when we come believing that he sees us as his friends, because the Bible tells us, he calls us, that we are called his friends. So we, can, that, so we need to come believing that he sees us as his friends. So new wonders are opened to us. We experience freedom and boldness, which are both necessary to effective prayer. Freedom and boldness which are both necessary to effective prayer. If we do not know God as a friend, and if we are not confident that he thinks of us as his friend, we will be be reluctant to tell him what we need or to ask him for anything. So listen to that. If we do not know God as a friend, and if we are not confident that he thinks of us as his friends, we will be reluctant to tell him what we need are to ask him for anything. If we are stiff, distant relationship with God, our prayers can be legalistic. So if we are have a, if we have stiff, distant relationship with God, our prayers can be can be legalistic. But if we go to him as our friend, without losing our awe of him, our prayer will stay fresh, exciting, and intimate. So we have to remember it had three different things. So if we do if we do not know God as a friend and we are not confident that he thinks of us as his friend, we will be reluctant to tell him what we need or ask of him for anything. That's the first one. If we have stiff, distant relationship with God, our prayers can be legalistic. But if we go to him as our friend without losing our awe of him, our our prayers will stay fresh, exciting, and intimate. So when we come to God in prayer, we know we come believing and knowing that we are his friends and we know that we have that reverence all of who God is. Our prayers will stay fresh, exciting,
exciting and intimate. And then, then the um, Joyce Myers continues by saying, a natural friendship involves, so a natural friendship. Think of friendship that you have with friends, coworkers, people, your, your people you know. Think of a natural friendship. A natural friendship involves loving and being loved. It means knowing that someone is on your side wanting to help you cheering you on, and always keeping your best interests in mind. A friend is someone you value, a comrade, a partner, someone who is dear to you, someone you want to spend time with, and someone you enjoy. You become someone's friend by investing time in them and with them and by sharing your life with that person. Developing your friendship with God is similar to developing a friendship with someone on earth. Listen to that. Developing your friendship with God is similar to developing a friendship with someone on earth. It takes time. It takes time. It takes time. The truth is that you can be as close to God as you want to be. Listen to that. The truth is that you can be as close to God as you want to be. It is all. It all depends on the time you are willing to invest in the relationship. So that's listen. The truth is that you can be as close to God as you want to be. It all depends on the time you are willing to invest in the relationship. That's a powerful key because as we talk about prayer, it requires a spending time with God spending time learning and knowing his voice, hearing him, and and developing that intimate relationship with God that we may know what to pray, when to pray, I mean, what to pray, what to pray according to God's will, how to, what he would have us to pray. That, we need to, that takes time, spending time, and it's worth spending time with God, communicating, talking with God. This is how about natural friends. And natural friend takes time to know that person. We got to spend time in prayer so we can, we can know God even more and more and develop a closer and closer into relationship with Christ. So we know and we'll recognize his voice and to hear him at a higher and a deeper level. Amen. So the officers, I encourage you to get to know him by spending time in prayer and in the word. I encourage you to get to know him by two things. Spending time in prayer and in the word. Spending time in prayer and in the word. Your friendship with God will also deepen and grow as you walk with him over time on a regular basis. Your friendship with God will also deepen and grow as you walk with him over time on a regular basis as you, and as you experience his faithfulness. The difference between developing a relationship with God, and developing a relationship with God as a friend and building a relationship with people is that with God, you end up with a friend who is perfect, one who will never leave you nor forsake you, one who is faithful, dependable, loving, and forgiving. An author says, make a priority developing great friendship with God and inviting him to be a vital part of everything you do. Make it a priority. Make it a priority developing a great 
friendship with God and inviting him to be a vital part of everything. He let everything you do, communicating, seeking, asking God, asking him for wisdom, asking him for direction for everything you do, no matter how big, no matter how small, whatever it is, seek him and ask him for guidance, direction for every, for a vital part of everything you do every day that starts with simple prayer, just talking to him and sharing your life with him as you go about the things you have to do. Include him in your thoughts, in your conversation, in all your everyday activities. Don't just run to him when you are desperate. Talk to him in the grocery store while you're driving your car, combing your hair, walking the dog, or cooking dinner. Approach him as your partner and your friend and simply refuse to do anything without him. My God, that's powerful. Approach him as your partner and your friend and simply, simply refuse to do anything without him. But before you do anything that you seek him, you ask him for guidance, ask him for direction, ask him that he would be in the midst, that he would move upon, that he would be, that he would guide every part of it. That's what it means. You've got to make, refuse to do anything without him. And it says he, and the author says he really wants to be involved in your life. God wants to, he wants you to give, give him every concern, every problem, every issue, every struggle, everything you're dealing with, all that concerns you. God wants to he wants to speak to you, minister to you. When he wants to show you the answer, he wants to give you revelation. You got to come to him and pray. You got to spend time with God. You got to get in the Word and spend time on your knees and asking God, seeking Him, and He will speak. He will show you. He reveal it. He will reveal it to you. He really wants to be involved in every area of our life. Everything you do, make sure God. You ask God and seek Him first and foremost, before you move, before you do anything. It says, let God out, let God out of your Sunday morning box that many people keep him and let him invade your Monday, your Tuesday, your Wednesday, your Thursday, your Friday, and your Saturday, and all day Sunday as well. Don't try to keep him in a religious compartment because he wants to have free access to every area of your life. He wants to be your friend. That's powerful. You make sure God that you have God you are seeking God that you are looking, you're praying every day, every moment, every second, every hour, that you're not just doing it on Sunday, but you're doing it every day because we need God every day of our life. We need to be in prayer that we may stay on the path He has ordained for each of our lives. My God, that's powerful. And I pray that spoke to you. Amen. So we're going to continue talking about prayer. This is an expert excerpt, I'm sorry, from Joyce Meyer's book, The Power of Simple Prayer, and I'll reference that more as we continue on on this discipline of prayer. And also I'm going to be referencing an article that I found talking about the spirit of disciplines, the importance of the spirit of disciplines, and one of them, as we, we are talking about, is prayer. And it says, prayer, like Bible reading, is essential for all Christians, for it is a means for the Christian to communicate with God. 
prayer simply is defined as a spiritual conversation with God. And God always wants to hear the words that are spoken from the heart of his children. That's important to know that God wants to hear from you. God wants you to, God wants to, you to commune with him and spend time with him. He wants to speak to you. He wants to reveal things to you. He wants to show you things, and he wants to show you what the direction you need to go, what he, what he, what he would have for you to do, what he has ordained for you to do, what he's calling you to do. He wants you to direct you in every problem, every concern. He wants to give you wisdom, guidance, and direction, but it means that to spend time in prayer communicating, asking God, seeking him, looking to him for the answer. And it says, um, so prayer, that's what is a spiritual conversation with God, and God always wants to hear the words that are spoken from the heart of his children. Hallelujah. And so it says, it is important to understand that not all prayer is heard by God. So we know that God hears our prayers, and we know that God answers our prayers. It also is important to, know, to understand that not all prayer is heard by God. He has not promised to respond or answer a prayer of any person who is not in a right relationship with him. So it says it's that God is, is important to understand that not all prayer is heard by God. He has not promised to respond or answer a prayer of any person who is not who is not in a right relationship with him. Apart from the prayer of such a person for forgiveness of sin through the blood, through the blood of Jesus Christ for for this prayer, God looks at a person's heart to see if there is true repentance from sin and a true belief in Jesus Christ. They need to be saved. You got to believe. You got to believe that Jesus died on the cross that he was um, raised three days later, and he has all power in his hands. You got to believe that, and you got to accept him in your heart, and and so that there's not sin and sin. That the power of sin is no longer blocking or causing you to not be able to walk in total freedom. You got to make sure that you are a believer and that you know Christ and that you have accepted him as your Lord and your Lord and Savior. Because God says God looks at a person's heart to see if there's true repentance from sin and a true belief in Jesus Christ. The people that we that a believer truly believes that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he died for our sins. Amen. And the scripture, Proverbs fifteen twenty nine says, The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. That's Proverbs fifteen twenty nine. Another scripture is Isaiah 59, verse 1. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Wow, that's powerful. Isaiah 59, verse 1. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face 
hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Amen. That's powerful. And First Peter 3, verse 12 says, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. So it says, for the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. That's powerful. And it says, Bible, this um, article also says, he also, we, I'm sorry, we are also warned in the Bible that God does not hear the prayer of even a Christian in a particular situation. If Christians have unrepented sin in their heart, he will not hear. So it says we also are warned in the Bible that God does not hear the prayer of even a Christian in particular in particular situations. We know that God hears and he answers every one of our prayers. Yes, as Christians, those who believe, those who are in right relationship, those who have accepted the Lord, but in some, but when we have unrepentant sin in our heart, it says he will not hear. Because sin causes separation. Sin causes us not to walk as closely to, does not, it causes us not to walk closely to God. It causes division when sin comes in. So we, if we have sin in our heart, if we have sin against someone, we, if we have unrepentant sin, we need to come before God and ask God, to show us, to reveal to us those sins, those things in our heart that we need to release, those things that people need to forgive, things that we need to ask for forgiveness for, things that we've done, things that sins that we've committed, times we've been disobedient. We need to come before God and ask God to show us those unrepentant sins in our hearts and to remove them and so that that, that sin does not cause separation or division between God and us. We need to make sure we're in close connection and have we maintain a right relationship with Christ at all times. And the scripture says, one of the scripture's verses are, it says Psalm 66, verse 18. Psalm 66, verse 18. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. Second Chronicles verse seven, I'm sorry, seven verse fourteen. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. My God. Powerful scripture. Psalm sixty-six eighteen. In Second Chronicles 7, verse 14, I would encourage you to read those in your, this week, and to meditate on those. And the next one is John 9, verse 31. John 9, verse 31. Now we know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, he hears him. Now we know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God, and does his will, he hears him. That was John 9, verse 31. So we've read so far that God hears us, he answers our prayers, and he always will hear us because when we come to him, as, and as we come to him, God hears us, he knows our hearts. And so we can know that 
that that prayer, as we said, the spiritual conversation with God, and God always wants to hear the words that are spoken from the heart of his children. And so, but we also learned also that it's important to stand, and not all prayer is heard by God. So if a person does, is not in a right relationship with Christ, they don't know God, they don't have a relationship with him, they have not, they have not accepted Christ, that may be one that also they have to understand that God will not hear that prayer. If a person does not know Christ, does not have a relationship with God. And the second thing we also learn is we have unrepented sins. As Christians, we have things that we, sins or things we've committed, unforgiveness. We have things to repent of in our heart. And we need to ask God to take those things out to help us to let it go and show us those things. Those things do not cause division because sin causes separation. We don't, anyone, we don't want anything to cause separation between me, us and God. So we need to ask God really unrepentant sins. They will hear us, and they, that those things will not cause division between us, between our prayers, and that our, they won't cause division between God hearing our prayers. And we talked about the scripture with Psalm sixty-six, eighteen, 2 Chronicles 7, verse 14, and John 9, verse 31. And we also, the scriptures, another set of scriptures was Proverbs fifteen twenty-nine. Isaiah 59, verse 1, and 1 Peter 3, verse 12. And then the third one, it says, when we, when we refuse to hear the cry of the poor around us and refuse to help, God will not hear our prayers. When we refuse to hear the cry of the poor around us and refuse to help, God will not hear our prayers. So he needs to understand when we when we see people suffer, when people when we see people are going through things, we refuse to help. It says God will not hear our prayers, and that scripture is Proverbs twenty one verse thirteen. Whoever shuts his ears to the cry of the poor will also cry himself and not be heard. That's powerful. Whoever shuts his ears to the cry of the poor will also cry himself and will not be heard. And then the other one is the prayer the prayer of husbands are hindered when we do not honor our wives. The prayers of husbands are hindered when we do not honor our wives. And it says first Peter chapter three verse seven. Husbands likewise dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel as and being heir to heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. Those are some things that we talk about that we understand that not all prayers are heard by God. And then the situation we talked about was, one, was um, if a person who is not in the right relationship with God, that's one um, one of them that will cause a, per- a prayer to not be heard by God when the person is not in the right relationship with God. The second one was, when uh, in certain unrepentance or unrepentant sins in the heart of a Christian, that's another one. So that I repent of our sins. And then the third one was when we refuse to hear the cries of the poor around us and refuse to help, it says God will not hear our prayers. And then the third one was the prayers of husbands are hindered when we do not honor our wives, when, they, when husbands do not honor their wives. So those are 
some things about prayer. And I want to leave you and remember this as we conclude, finish tonight, that to know God hears every one of our prayers. When we pray, when we come before him, when we seek him, God hears our prayer. He answers our prayers. I know that prayer is powerful. Prayer changes all things. We need to come to God with our hearts free of unrepented sins, that we are coming, knowing we're spending time in God's word, knowing coming to the right relationship with him, knowing that we are desiring and seeking him and coming and wanting to do all that God has called us to do. We need to know that God hears the cries of, the, of his children. He hears your cries. Know that prayer is powerful. I want to leave the knowing that prayer is powerful. So we talked about some situations, as it talked about, we talked about that God does not hear those prayers because of unrepentant sin, because if you're not in right relationship, if a husband doesn't treat their wife right, or if you refuse to hear, hear the cries of the poor and help them. But you need to know that God always hears our prayers as we as Christians, God hears your prayers. And he's meeting your needs. He hears you and he loves you and he will answer every prayer that you lift up to him with your heart humble as you come to him with a humble heart and come with this fully dependent on him knowing that God is answering your prayers. Know that God is answering your prayers and he hears you as you're calling out to him. Spend time. Develop that intimate relationship with Christ. Get to know him even more and more. Pray about everything. Come to him about everything and seek him and know that God is and will Answer prayers. He hears your cries. He hears your calls. And he loves you. And he wants to hear from you. He wants you to develop a stronger relationship with him. And as you develop that relationship, as you come to him and pray, you will hear his voice at a higher deep level. You'll know him more. Know him at a higher and deep level. You will you'll under, you'll be able to grow and get stronger in him as you come and develop that relationship with the Lord and spend time in prayer. It's critical. It's important for each of us as Christians as children of God. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you. We thank you and we praise you for this time. We thank you for your word that's gone forth. God, we thank you, Lord God, that you hear our cries and you hear our calls, that you care about every concern, that you love us just that much, God. And we thank you right now that you're hearing us right now, that you hear us, God, that you love us, God. Every prayer, every concern that we have in our hearts, our minds, Everything we're dealing with, you hear it, God. And as we give it to you, God, we thank you right now that you're answering, you're moving upon our request, and that you will answer according to your will and according to your way. Help us to grow strong in our prayer life. Help us, Lord, to spend more and more time with you in prayer, develop that relationship, get a stronger relationship with you, God. We love you so much, but we thank you, Lord God, that we're always growing and it's always room for more growth in each of our lives. So continue to bless and continue to keep us and continue to speak to each one of us individually and collectively. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that this word is not fallen on um, hard ground, but it's fallen on fertile ground where it grows seeds, where it will multiply a ripple effect. And that as we pray, we seek you, God. We thank you that you're answering our prayers, you're meeting needs, and you're fixing problems even right now. We bless your name. We pray you will take this word and apply it to every area of our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
Amen. I thank God for each one of you. I thank you for listening in this evening, and I pray that you will join us. Ether Ministries back next week as we continue our discussion of spiritual discipline of prayer. We will continue talking about prayer and the power of prayer in our lives and in the Christian's life and the importance of developing the spiritual discipline of prayer. Until next week at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, next Sunday, may God continue to bless you and keep each one of you in a mighty special way. Have a blessed week. God bless you. Amen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.